Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller, and his name's Jim Campbell. Hello. His name's Luke Moore. All right. And Pete Donaldson makes the foursome. Kabaddi! Everybody, come on in to the Kabaddi Ramble. Lovely Kabaddi. mention of that sport. Since mm. Transworld Sport uh, was taken off our televisions, it may still be on, actually. Can I, I get know. in there? Can I jump in there? Because I've got info. Peter Brackley okay. was always on the commentary was, team, Trans- wasn't he? Transworld Sport on a Saturday morning, we used to get our Kabaddi highlights from <laughs> India. Yeah. Well, it's now on fairly regularly on Sky Sports. Is that oh. right? Proper graphics, uh, really high budget and everything. Nice. It's, 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 it's almost playing on like a volleyball court That's now. right. Uh, but you know, it used to be played on outside, didn't it? On sand, like yeah. almost like an, an out, like a beach volleyball court. Oh, so and when you said volleyball, I thought you meant beach no, volleyball. No, now it's played like an indoor volleyball court, and it's got—it's it's actually quite good. It's quite interesting. Channel Four used to have a proper program about it. It wasn't just yeah, Transworld Sport. They, 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 they had a right, breakup. Right. Am yeah. I right in thinking that they replaced Football Italia with it? I think they edited my memory there. It was certainly around about that time. It was before the Italian football highlights on a Saturday I think is right. I think I'm going to say that Kabaddi on a Sunday on Channel 4 was Sunday morning fair, and I think Football Italia, Gazette Football Italia would go late morning through to the afternoon because they would show a game, I think, after lunch. How would you describe Kabaddi to people who are unaware? I mean, it's kind of like American football, but without the ball. You have to speak, don't you? You have to go into the opposite territory holding your breath while saying Kabaddi to prove that you're holding your breath. Mm. Tag one and tag someone and get back into your own area without yep. getting caught. Monotonous. That's as much as I know. It's, I told you it was the Kabaddi Ramble. It's much it? more interesting than watching, for example, West Brom Stoke. <laughs> 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 yeah, Kabaddi, what a great game it was. Mm. And we also like football. <laughs> So let's talk about that. A little, little audio ourselves. reminder. For <laughs> people who are listening going, what is happening here? I recognise the voices. I recognise none of the content. This is now the Kabaddi Ramble, guys. We've been Kabaddi, bought Kabaddi, out Kabaddi, by Kabaddi, the Indian Kabaddi, money. Kabaddi, Kabaddi, Kabaddi. Ladies and gentlemen, when we get the budget, the Kabaddi Ramble's coming. <laughs> and some field trips uh, will be necessary. Uh, West Ham are playing... Uh, the Some champi- lovely stuff at the moment. The Champions League, uh, Leicester City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 the Last man standing. The yeah. quarter final line Apart from Jamie Vardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good, Jim. Um, it's worth reminding ourselves that the quarter final line obviously, this is uh, before Friday when, when I think the draw is being made. Barcelona, Real Madrid, Juventus, Borussia Dortmund. I mean, they've all won the competition. Bayern Munich have as well. Monaco have been close. Atletico Madrid have been very close. And lovable Leicester. <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> wait, wait, we thought that they we're done with the fairy fairy tale stuff. Yeah, I know. Buffon has, has, has come out and said, hasn't he? Like, uh, we don't want Leicester.
Peter because they're an that's, unknown quantity. That's just not true. I know. Peter, I was saying this yesterday on Forza Ramble. It's, it's a, a lie, lie, isn't it? There's simply no way that they cannot get hold of the footage of what Leicester are like. It's not like this group of saboteurs no one's ever seen. Yeah, put away your chances against them and you should be fine. If this quarterfinal was a house party, there are seven invitees all thinking, has that guy over there in the corner with a bottle of um, Buckfast? Yeah. Has he been invited? Has he got an invite? Yeah. I would very much like to see it. Did he come in through the cat flap? If you look at those clubs, they're all pretty much Champions League royalty. Monaco maybe, but they did reach a final, I think 2004. That was a while ago now. But you would imagine, they're the guys guys in the chinos. They're the guys with the old money. (laughs) And in walks the guy with the knackered converse with the new money. (laughs) (laughs) Leicester City. (laughs) Amazing! <laughs> it is absolutely phenomenal, and I mean, Craig Shakespeare's woken up last year's Premier League champions, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, they, they played. I saw the game against Sevilla, and and they played with you know a huge amount of intensity. It looked yeah. to me that all Craig yeah. Shakespeare did was just put uh, Ndidi, who should really be called Yes Ndidi, uh, <laughs> in Ngolo Kante's place, and yeah. just got on with it. Absolutely, mm. he just recreated the team of, of last season as much as possible, made it simple, um, and you know that crowd, they are incredible. The atmosphere crowd, was great, especially, wasn't it? Especially you know on you know in night games, and I mean, <sighs> it was the flags. Yeah, it was the flags. It was what the did flags it? That, that Free won flags. It. I mean, I hope they get the um, I hope they get the first leg at home. Um, with whoever they get, just because that will give them a huge, um, huge advantage. But um, Shakespeare, Craig Shakespeare, doing all this stuff you, again. We've got to wonder where is he in line for the England job? Because surely that name, <laughs> that name, bumps him right up. Is he above? Right. Is he above the the Cowley brothers? I would, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, he's managed about what four games? Yeah, yeah three I, maybe. Three, but it's, okay. it's like him being called Craig Churchill. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, right, it just absolutely. works. It just works. So, I mean, you can Paul pack, HP. You can see it then factoring it into their thinking next time they've got to make a decision. I've but seen it, that name on the back of a tenor, I think it was, once upon a time. He must be worth a... Has someone given Jamie Vardy? Vardy is like Nando's black card back. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was good for a bit of nuisance, wasn't he's he? A man that was he, was he? Is he back off the vodka Skittles or is he back on the Who vodka knows? Skittles? I'm not sure. It's, it's hard to say, isn't it? I kind of felt sorry for Nasri because... No! He should not be being... Peter, pulled in by an in, literal imbecile. No, not, he shouldn't. It's his own fault, though. It's not, it's not rule number one of being a football fan, but it's in the top ten. Do you <laughs> never feel sorry for Sammy Nasrin. <laughs> <laughs> he just got so brilliantly wound up. He took so long to leave I, the I pitch. Think, I think he might get a fine for that. Yeah. He certainly should do, in my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. He's really not helped his team, has he? No. Well, he's, you know, he's just... There's nothing he can do after he's been sent off. No, absolutely. Yeah, so all he's doing is just adding time onto the clock. He, yeah. said, he said Vardy should uh, should play like a man, and then he waited for him in the tunnel, reportedly, after the game. Yeah, but didn't like say anything to him. Yeah, right. And, and, hit, like and hit him with a bottle of Lucas Head <laughs> from behind. He's, he's sitting on all fours behind him, going, Come on, someone push him! Like the kid who got sent home from school from sort of throwing a desk over. Yeah. He said, right, I'm waiting for the teacher outside. Never did that. Never <laughs> did that. Act like a man, play like a man on the field, but act like a, 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 a silly schoolboy. A mouse. It. A mouse. Mm. We'll mm. go for a mouse. Footballing mouse. I yeah. can imagine if you did throw a bottle at Jamie Vardy, it would just bounce off of him. Well, you can imagine Sam Nasri being annoyed and, and severe overall, and George Sampali, who gets just gets annoyed generally, being really wound up because um, a lot's been made of the fact that Burnley haven't won an away game in the Premier League this season, nor have Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're, they're going, hang on a bit. This team, they might get relegated, they've sat their manager, and they've not won a game away all season in the league, and how are they doing so well against and them? Yeah. And severe Where's Sam going? <laughs> yeah. What's it's happening? True, but it is true, isn't it? Severe have been brilliant this season. They've had yeah. one of their best seasons for a while. Mm. Well, they won the Europa League for the last three seasons in a row. They've got some genuine European pedigree. Yeah, but when you meet your match, Jim, you know it. <laughs> Don't it's... give a penalty to the Zons. 
Do not no. give a no. I, mean, I don't know what, it's, what it is about the year 2017 and every professional footballer, but no one can take a penalty. Mm. That, that was one of the worst penalties I've seen this I season. Think, I think skills and proficiency are overrated. It's all about narrative now. Is that right? There's, there's just inevitability in every single football match. Yeah, Whatever you think is probably going to happen, it will happen. Maybe they, can only, they can only show skill and ability and, and desire and, and achieve what they are scheduled to achieve just within the narrow parameters of, of the subtext of football now. Mm. Because it's mm. so conceited and so all about the narrative. Nothing yeah. can happen. Are <laughs> penalties getting harder to score, Luke? They certainly seem to be. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester win the Champions League now. I mean, I know what you mean. It does yeah. feel like... It- there was a point last season when Leicester were, you know, like, you know, just careering towards a title where we all sort of woke up and thought, they could do this. This could actually become a reality. Like, you know, beyond the sort of mad dream thing we were all hoping, that you sensed that it was a real possibility. And it's, it sort of feels a little bit like that now. I mean, they're going to be second favourites against whoever they draw. They're probably looking at Dortmund as the kindest draw, which is, that's a nightmare, really, mm. isn't it? If that's the, the best Who would you fancy for, for them to get? If you could choose. I would choose Dortmund. Would you? Yeah. Given th- the best chance. I think I would choose Monaco. I, yeah. I, I was thinking Monaco, because Monaco likes to attack and Leicester yeah. like to. If they played Atletico Madrid, that would be probably finish 1 0 to Atletico. Mm. Over the two legs or something. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they'd be too canny for them. But mm. then, you know, we, we thought about Sophia. Yeah, yeah, but do you know what, though? And they're I... whipping balls in high, it's like Morgan and Huth, just, yeah. just dealing with that, yeah. as they did last season. I think Morgan won't play another match in the Champions League <laughs> after that celebration. What a goal, that's, though. that's naughty. What a finish. To put <laughs> um, in perspective how little chance I thought Leicester had, um, you know, friend of the Ramble, James Kate, mm. he sent me a message saying, um, oh, yeah, I think Leicester will beat Sevilla at home. And I sent back, I think, 40 laughing emojis. <laughs> You count every last one. <laughs> Counting them in, counting them out. Yeah. I, do you know what? I'd fancy Leicester to get Real Madrid because... Uh, you literally can't know. No, I, would, no I, I want them. Oh, you want them to? He okay. said yeah. Arsenal would get by and that happened. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 would like, I would like Leicester to get Real Madrid because they'd win. <laughs> beat Zidane's Madrid. I'd like to see Leicester beat Bayern ten two. I can't see. I can't see. I can't see Leicester beating Real Madrid just based on Pete's narrative because I don't think the world is ready for the Cristiano Ronaldo tantrum. Oh, imagine The tantrum, oh, the tantrum would be like world's destroying. It would be, it would be super. It would suck the whole world into a black and, hole. And Jamie Vardy would just be stood next to him laughing at him. Chat just shit. openly laughing Oi, at him. Chat shit, get banged, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Get knocked out. Anyway, they're playing West Ham at the weekend. They are playing West Ham at the weekend. Do we mm. want to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to talk about uh, that thing Mark Noble said this week which is, to me yeah. is one of the quotes of the season. <laughs> yeah, well before we... Oh, no, no, okay, we'll go yeah. into Mark Noble. Yeah, he's a West Ham stall. Mark Club Noble. captain. Yeah. When he was asked about, I don't know if people haven't seen this, when he was asked uh, if um, it, it, it um, affected him, the criticism he was getting from West Ham fans, he said, if I'm really honest, a lot of people who now go to football don't really understand the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's uh, that's the crowd at the London Stadium for you, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Noble. I love it. Yeah. It's, Let's hear uh, on fans. It's worse than Karanka. Because he's had a few decent performances recently, but he's mm. he's been a bit inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, he played well against um, against Palace and, and, and against Southampton, had a good win. But uh, uh, to, According to people who watch West Ham a lot more than I do, he's been a bit up and down, shall we yeah. say. Uh, doesn't care. <laughs> I'm not taking an iota of responsibility for this, even though I'm club captain. I'm going to blame all the fans. They've got a strange situation there where they're playing Kiate at right back because uh, evidently they don't trust the right backs they do have. And uh, you'd think he'd, you know, he's, a, he's an ideal option if one of your players isn't, you know, maybe doing the business in the middle of the park. Imagine, um, imagine um, Slavin Bilic t- sitting you down and saying, I just don't trust you. <laughs> it would be a great show. Bilic had an interesting quote himself. About Leicester's sacking of Ranieri, he said, "No one can say it was the wrong decision. The three results have been brilliant. Still, for me, it was a bad decision." <laughs> okay, yeah. I think well, <laughs> you're all over the place. Eh? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Basically, you're sad to see Ranieri go, but it's sort of been vindicated that yeah. the fact that they're in the quarterfinals yeah. and they're, <laughs> yeah. they've, they've had a couple of uh, important wins. Uh, but West Ham themselves, the co-owner David Sullivan was said he was very frustrated and disappointed after the loss against Bournemouth and Billets just played it down in the press conference because they said oh you know Sullivan said this and Billets were just like yeah it just heat at the moment stuff don't worry yeah, about he it talks like, a, he talks a lot of rubbish yeah <laughs> we, we're not worried about Sullivan but we're worried for you yeah because yeah. that's uh, literally your boss <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their, their form is relatively patchy at the moment, isn't it? But Billich has done a really good job to sort of get them. I mean, they're in 11th now, and they were looking yeah. like they would be in a, in a relegation battle. And he's done well to sort of re-establish that. And every team has teething problems when they migrate to a new stadium. And he's actually done well to settle that. And a, a friend of mine supports West Ham. He was telling me that um, he's a season ticket holder as well. He was saying that Does since... he know nothing about football? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, well he, he appears to, but what, what was he? Does he Mark Noble? <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, he was saying that since Pyatt left, the atmosphere in the stadium has actually... Improved quite a lot. I'm blaming everything on Pyatt. I'm loving yeah. this. He, he These non-nothing irons. Oh. It's saying that people are a little bit more behind Billich because they sort of you know, felt from a bit, and that it's right. genuinely that the atmosphere has improved though of late. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe it's something you, you else. You can't like poison an theory. entire stadium and the dressing room. Pyatt just like that's a massive compliment. <laughs> Did you see what Pyatt said recently? <laughs> he effectively said, "Oh yeah, I mean West Ham. That's sort of they're just middling around towards the bottom of the Premier League, and I just can't really be bothered with that." Yeah, it know, was yeah. about as, as blase say, as that. Didn't he say it was boring? Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, I've got no appetite for it something like that <laughs> uh, well, anyway. we, we want footballers to be honest don't we yeah true the draw here between these two teams is uh, 23 to 10 with Bet365 so £10 returns £33 including stake mm. uh, let's move on to Stoke versus Chelsea if we're all yeah. done with, uh, with, with can that I, can I make a comparison in these games yes, Andy Carroll if he, if he starts um, will be or whether he starts or not he's one goal away from 50 goals in the Premier League and uh, so is Diego Costa. Just <laughs> wow. amazing if you look at the timescale there. Yeah, yeah but of course. I mean, Jim, and, the but, problem with that is, though, is Diego Costa's like a much better player. Yeah. yeah. He's like much better. In a way, I think that may be what. It, that's what, what the point illustrates. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a stat pre- for you, Pete. Pretty, pretty concise nature. So hang on, so they're, they're, but they're both one goal of 50. Mm. Well, Crouch recently got 100. There you go. Twice well, yeah. the player yeah. of, uh, of both of them. Twice uh, the height, mate. Diego of, half Crouch. Speak, speaking of players. Speaking of, um, of players chipping off, oh, Wilfred Bonnie's been chipping off. He has, hasn't he? We've well, got nothing else to do. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about this season, but you can't move for players mouthing off. Love it. <laughs> I More do, of I it, like please. It well, I yeah. think maybe, do you think maybe, um, you know, since the Premier League has had its new TV deal, they're just trying to attract ratings with yeah, as maybe many sort is, of shock yeah. moments as They've possible. They've been briefed that the, the ratings are down, so they need yeah. to start getting, it's, as Pete says, narratives. It could, it, it could become like the WWE, couldn't it? With the, with the little chats before the Someone game. And all, it sort of already has become that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe let's... Cutting let's, promos. Yeah, all that. Yeah. I'm up for it. I think, uh, I think, um, Stoke, they've got a reason to be confident here. They, they've, they've three clean sheets in their last four. They're ninth in the league. And Chelsea, you know, they played Manchester United. It was a tough game in, in the FA Cup. They're only won 1-0 as well. I mean, could we see Stoke upset the, uh, the Chelsea Cup? Well, well Wilfred Bonnie is, is basically kicking off because he's not getting the team. And the mm. reason he's not getting the team is because, um, Stoke are doing okay yeah. doing fairly well and um, Bonnie went away to the African Cup of Nations and he's come back and said Look, I don't know why I'm here I'm never getting picked mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like well fine you haven't been picked since the African Cup of Nations but you were picked pretty much every game before the African Cup of Nations and scored in one game yeah. two two goals against Swansea the only the only Premier League goals he's got this season mm, so I yeah. don't really see how you can have any reasonable sort of complaint well, yeah, about yeah someone's it. taken their chance to replace him and, and it's worked out yeah him sort of putting forward this idea that it makes no sense is um, well, it's just self-serving isn't it and what did you guys make of the um, of the Chelsea fans booing Mourinho and calling him Judas and stuff. <laughs> yeah I, I think it's I think it's hilarious did <laughs> you see Conte and Mourinho Conte went mental 
Mendel at Mourinho at one point. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Well, he's got under his skin, hasn't he, really badly. And it's, it's a bit of a daft sideshow for Mourinho. I know, obviously, he's got his right to reply if those fans are booing him. But as a Man United fan, you would think, come on, concentrate on us, you know? I, do, I just think it's very strange. It's not like he went to another London club. Are Chelsea and Manchester United the, the biggest rivals? I can't figure it out why they were calling him my, Judas. My, and he was sad. almost as yeah. if the Chelsea fans are dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say they were, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to say that, uh, actually, so I'm pleased yeah, you did. Because, right. because the, the point I was going to make was it's funny how the season that, that all went a bit wrong for Mourinho, the fans were calling out um, Hazard and Costa for being snakes and yeah. all that yeah, yeah. Rio down. And now Mourinho's gone. And Mourinho was sacked. Yeah, well, quite exactly, yeah. and now it's Mourinho's fault. It, it doesn't. I mean, you can't. And the other, I guess the other thing is, you're talking about Chelsea fans being dicks, and I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna incur a bit of a wrath of a few of them by saying this. But I think that it's because Chelsea fans want to have a be a part of something. They haven't really got a decent rival, have they? Chelsea. No. They would say that Spurs is their biggest rival, whereas I guess Spurs fans have got you know West Ham, Arsenal, and Chelsea, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably chiefly Arsenal. Chelsea don't really. Have, I mean, who, who's Chelsea? There's not really. Well, a local it's because it's because like 20 years ago they they weren't they were there or thereabouts, weren't they? They didn't really have a big kind of I think well, it, I big think stories it, coming out of no. that, that kind of rivalry between them and Arsenal them and Spurs and well they, they had Liverpool for a bit with the Champions League yeah. semi-finals but that was completely that. manufactured yeah. modern football rivalry like mm-hmm. in the late 80s essentially no one used to go and watch Chelsea that's the mm. fact that's the, that's the fact of the matter I mean Ch- Chelsea and I, I don't take any pleasure in saying it I'm not being snobby about it I support a, a fairly small team so there's no skin off my nose but in the late 80s no one went to watch Chelsea so all the all the now, all the sort of uh, rivalries they've got now, the Liverpool one you mentioned, mm. the Spurs one that's come along. I mean, really, they're quite modern manufactured football uh, rivalries because Chelsea are quite a modern manufactured club, mm. and that's just that comes with it. So yeah. I suppose for them to put some sort of uh, rivalry with Mourinho and stuff, it, it shows that they've they've. Mourinho is their most popular manager and, uh, sorry their most successful manager so now he's someone they can turn on because they don't really have anyone else in the past to turn on do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying I'm try- I-, I could probably put that in a more concise way but I'm sure you understand what I'm, I'm saying I'm sure not all Chelsea fans we should say are like that no I'm saying um, all Chelsea fans every last no. one on, every <laughs> atom of every <laughs> Chelsea fan Suggs <laughs> Suggs in particular yeah <laughs> he's, he's the worst one um, madness first time madness yeah here we go yeah. <laughs> um, nice. I like that yeah. Sorry, sorry, I got I, yeah, I'm on that. I'm on board with that one. All likes are welcome, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Dad joke. Facebook page. Um, Man United, what is the matter with them coming in and out of London? Oh, it's so funny. They didn't get home until four o'clock in the morning because well, um, there was some problem with their plane. What is wrong with well, the, whoever books their travel well, they, 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 <laughs> The plane, they were told, when they were just about to leave the ground, was, was going to be delayed getting there. Who was using it? I don't know. And uh, and then they said, all right, we'll take the coach. And then apparently there was a load of roadworks on the way home. Right. <laughs> it took them a while to get back. Love it. Like, uh, the couple of fines for getting late in... To, for getting the coach late to, to grounds already. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Incredible stuff. Um, according uh, to some papers, Chelsea considering a 100 million, I didn't say 1 million, Dr. Evil, um, a 100 <laughs> million swoop that's for Bartley. That's Arsene Wenger. That's in instalments as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, for Barkley and Lukaku. But uh, there's reports today that Lukaku's agent, Mina Royola, was spotted leaving a hotel just before United's uh, executive vice chairman, Ed Woodward. Mm. Well, Lukaku's out of contract next summer, isn't he? And, and he refu- why, apparently refused he, to he sign He has refused one. to sign one. He's, he's 23 um, and... and uh, there was quite an interesting interview with him in the Times, I think it was, today, where he was talking about all these different strikers that he admires and all this other stuff. And part of me thinks, well, you're only 23, you could probably do a couple more seasons at Everton, but he's clearly an ambitious guy. Yeah. Um, I, I think now's a good time for him to go. He's like Everton's all-time Premier League top scorer mm-hmm. already, very quickly. He's clearly... He looks... he He's 
He's more mature than his years, isn't he? Because he's been playing since he was 16, isn't oh, he? Is that you, Pete? Oh, I never have my phone on loud. Always going to be Peter. Always <laughs> going to be Peter. It's never going to be Peter because I never answer my phone. One I've always got it on quiet. One of Lord Pete's Ramble can attest to that. Quiet and loud. One of Pete's phones. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete just had a good idea. Go on, Jim. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think, because he was playing for and- Andalect when he was like 16 years old. Yeah, that's he? right. He's yeah. like... Sorry, Jim. Oh! Sorry. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Are you resetting yourself? Again? Sorry, Jim. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. Jim's in mid-flow, brother. Yeah. So uh, I th- he's basically wise beyond his years and yeah. sort of talented beyond his years. So I think you know, I think it is a good time for him to go. Where do you think he'll go though? Because he seems to he seems to really have a soft spot for Chelsea, doesn't he? Well, it's going to cost Chelsea. I mean, it's, it's weird because it's like the Man United Pogba situation. Mm. They're going to have to pay through those to get him back. But would, if Diego Costa's still there, would they really? Would would they go? Well, from, it, would it, look the the problem with, with Diego Costa is is the problem that's been the case for a while now. He's he's, he's volatile. He's, uh, he's 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 prone to sort of mad changes of mind. Mm. But what he's what's to do? Mm. He's a dickhead as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he represents the fans better than anyone on that field. You're having you are going to be having a busy week. This I live quite. <laughs> <laughs> I live you... quite close to Chelsea as well. Yeah, you're yeah. off to Japan for a week or something. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, losers. Yeah. Stuck on the runway with a Man United plane. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, it's not. It's understandable for a manager like Conte thinking, well, Diego you know, Costa's a good forward. He's proven goal scoring in the Premier League. Blah blah blah. But he's not getting any younger, obviously. And is, is he a reliable character? Mm-hmm. You could probably argue he isn't. So you can understand why they want competition for places in there. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they don't really have a, a huge amount of other options. I mean, so it makes sense for them want to go back in for him. The Barkley was a little bit more uh, sort a of bit more left field, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, mm. because I think, while I understand that top-level managers, probably rightly so, arrogantly think that they can get the best out of a player who's obviously got talent. Hence you see um, managers queuing up to sign Balotelli all, that, mm-hmm. all, all those yeah. many times. Mm. And I suppose they think that Barkley, um, who was showing signs of being slightly more consistent than he has in the past and maturing as, as, as he moves through his career... Um, at Chelsea, he's, he was just getting Cantu's way. Yeah, I th- I th- it's hard to see him having like a, a, a almost like a consistent role to fill at Chelsea at this point, isn't Can- it? Cantu, yeah. basically, you can't have any, <laughs> anyone between Cantu and the man furthest forward because he's <laughs> running up and down yeah. so but much. I, I, I think if you're a young player, though, you would rather play for Conte than, say, Mourinho, for example, in a Chelsea shirt. But the trouble is, managers, because it, because managers it, move around so much. Yeah, you, yeah. you sign for one manager, and then he's gone, and, and you might not adapt to the. Mm. But, but Pete, the point is that with Barkley, is that he's, he's a local lad, and and. Everton, okay, they're probably not going to win the Champions League anytime soon. They're a decent but, side. But they're a decent side. They could probably break... It's not un- unreasonable to suggest they could break into, say, the top five. And they've broken into the top four before, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, and and it's, it's reasonable, again, to suggest that they could build a team around Barkley. Mm-hmm. So he could be the main man there. But I guess it depends what his priorities are. Well, Stephen mm-hmm. Gerrard said to him uh, a few years ago, I think maybe on England duty together, um, that's how long ago it was, uh, he said, it's fantastic playing for your for your local side, and actually, just stay where you are for a bit at least. <laughs> and, That's uh, not the problem, Gerard. Yeah, says a man with no experience of anything different. It's so well, funny with no, different, no, no, but, different, different personalities and stuff because you know some players look at Lukaku. I mean, he, he wants mm. to move. He, he clearly is is hugely driven. Wants to become as most successful he can, and doesn't want to hang around. I mean, as you know, I chatted to Jamie Carragher, and he said it never crossed his mind once to leave Liverpool. Mm. He never wanted to. So, yeah, but, but that is Liverpool, though. Well, Everton is in Liverpool. No, no, but, that's no, no, but point, you, you know what I mean. Liverpool's a bigger club than Everton. All right. Well, that's, oh, that's, that's, there that's, we you, go. That's, you, that's you having a busy week this week. Well, they are, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, why go for a beef burger when you got steak at home? Is that what you're trying to say, Luke? Uh, I, I, um, can I get back to you on that? <laughs> Luke, yeah. Why buy the milk when you can get the cow for free? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> that's a horrible way of saying what I said. How <laughs> dare you? Right, that's it. Anyway, Stoke are five to one with Bet three six five for this one to, to beat Chelsea. Uh, an upset, I'm sure we all agree. Ten pound that will return sixty pound, including stake.
There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Steak, steak at home. Yeah, not, that, not that kind of steak. <laughs> not that kind Can't of steak. I could go for a steak right now. Yeah, £60 right. Pound including burger. There it is. There <laughs> it is. Right, we'll be back in just a min. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Sensational. Sensational. Welcome back to the preview show, everybody. It's time to talk about Sunderland versus Burnley. Moyes' men, they need to win this one. I could make a reasonable argument to say that it is actually never time to talk about Sunderland versus Burnley. (laughs) Sunderland, six points from safety and have Mm. a very poor goal difference. Peter, are you worried that they will be in the same division or not the same division as Uh, uh, Newcastle next season? Well, you managed to combine me asking me an opinion and a a bit dig me out a bit. You slagged the sort of in the form of a riddle. Or the holy trinity of links. (laughs) Riddle, dig, question. (laughs) You've been slagging off the Chelsea fans, you're on a roll, I give to you Sunderland. (laughs) They know where they live. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's it's, it's obscene that they're down there. I think um, the manager should have have more faith in his players. He still thinks they're going to stay up. I think they're going to stay up. I think they're going to stay up. You try not to jinx it, aren't you? He's the most pessimistic man in the world he obviously thinks the rival rival to his team are going to stay in the yeah I'm a, I'm a pleasure denier though because I want I want the pleasure of the displeasure of losing six points in the derby next year okay uh, in the Premier League uh, you're, oh, you're on the clever. big stage see Oh, you're good. thinking ahead. Mm, thinking a bigger think. picture. Yeah, I want misery on the horizon as well. <laughs> well something you usually associate with Pete, uh, thinking ahead. <laughs> Apart from the Kate time when he tried to paint in that infantry ball helmet. Mm, That's the only yeah. time he's tried to think ahead in his life. The only time in Pete's life he, tr- he tried to think ahead, he tried to paint an infantry ball helmet. Yeah. 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 Well, that shows you why he doesn't do it. Yeah, quite, exactly. He thought, well, I'm not, I've had enough of that. It got re- well, it got rejected out of hand in, in that they said, we need more information. I went, oh, get us then. Yeah. Forget yours. To be fair, Pete can say that he's tried thinking ahead. All right? Yeah. yeah. And then exactly. With his life, <laughs> <laughs> but um, let me help you out here, Beat. Because other than the inexplicable, call me Beat. Beat, beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Beat Takeshi, the he's, most he's, famous Japanese man ever. Is he the director of um, everything? I did everything. Yeah. He, yeah. yes, I think he was. I think he's done everything. He's done mm. everything. You're sounding Beat, so I called you Beat. <laughs> mm. I know the, the, the inexplicable time that uh, you guys remember this, but I can assure you it happened. And listeners at home, this definitely happened. Uh, where Sunder went to Crystal Palace and beat them four yeah. 0 yeah. Other than that, <laughs> Sunder have been. Absolute rat. Abject. 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 I'll, I'll make you right, Book. They, um, and, <laughs> <laughs> this is surely Burnley's best chance of getting that away win. They've got to be looking at it thinking, if we can't get this one. Jim, what does Barkers think? Yeah. <laughs> Barkers the I think, dog. I think Bim's barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> they deserve to be relegated. I'll put it out there. You're slagging off Chelsea fans. You're slagging off Everton fans. Belsey. I'll put it out there. I wasn't slagging off Everton fans. Let Bevan. Me. Let me. 
Right, me. talk about Blunderland. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve to be relegated. Are you listening, Sunderland fans? Your team deserve to be relegated. They deserve to be and relegated every single year, but they managed to get out of it every single year. And, Pete, let me finish. They will be relegated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big talk. They will. It's not big talk, is it? They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they're on 19 points or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, th- th- uh, we've touched on this a few weeks ago, but, you know, they're... The, the run they're on makes an absolutely dismal reading. You wonder if and when they do go down, Moyes will keep his job because it seems to be this sort of like accepted thing that the, the squad isn't good enough and it's not really his fault. But it must it must be. Listen, if you if you don't believe me that something's going to be relegated, spend ten seconds in the company of David Moyes <laughs> and watch everything be sucked from you. Where yeah. are they going to go on holiday? We got a little, we got a couple of weeks off now, haven't we? We got an international break. Here he's thinking ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they going on holiday? That's Where would not- David Moyes take the Sunderland squad. They're already on holiday, by the looks of it. That's why Pete will never be an international footballer. I called up for the Dutch squad. I've got a couple of weeks holiday now. (laughs) (laughs) Have you kept in shape? No. (laughs) So, well, he tried taking them to a factory. He tried taking them to New York. Yeah. I mean, we're... There's a huge well, spectrum next. between that. Yeah. But, yeah. There is a bit. If Pete was a, if Pete was a footballer, right, he'd be England's top scorer. He'd be absolutely fantastic. England are one point away from qualification in February or something, whenever it is, or October. Backpacking. Next, next summer, yeah, backpacking. He'd, he'd book the four weeks for the tournament backpacking. Yeah, he yeah. would, yeah. <laughs> I'm not changing it. Oh, I didn't know. I'm not changing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I'll, probably, I'll catch it on a TV somewhere. Um, <laughs> I think, I think to, be, to be semi-serious for a moment, mm-hmm. Sunderland absolutely have to win against Burnley they do. to, 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 to mm. keep any sort of side of life right. available to them but even now I still think they'll, they'll, they'll get relegated <laughs> if, if they lose this they are 100% down if so, mm, Sunderland haven't scored in six of their last seven matches in all comps and that's part of it that's a big part of it <laughs> yeah, you, you, I mean we'll talk about Karanka in a minute probably scoring is a big part of it it's yeah. true their remaining fixtures at home um, Manchester United, West Ham United, Bournemouth, and Swansea City. So there is a potential for a, for a f- couple of points or something. There. Well, you, I, I well, you contrast wins, but well, I you, con- you contrast what, what who Borough have got. They've got a much easier running. They the next, they've, the got, next, they've got a combination no, I mean, of easy games and really hard. Well, the games. next four matches they should be um, if they can take those two weeks off with a new manager. Possibly if the manager can get installed very quickly, I'm sure we'll move on. Am I moving the show on to talk about Karanka? Yeah, I guess I am. You're absolutely but, fine. But yeah. I think um, if they can get a new manager in nice and early, work with the squad for for a couple of weeks, and come back and make an attempt at you know getting out of the next four games. Have you got them there, Luke? Well, the next four Middlesbrough games are mm. home to Manchester United. All right, ignore that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. before the break, isn't it? Away to Chelsea. No, I'm only joking. Away to Bayern Munich. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, they're, got, they're away. They are at home to, to Manchester United this weekend. Um, they're away to Swansea and away to Hull. And I think they're both harder games than they look because yeah. Hull and Swansea have both been pretty good at home. And then they're at home to Burnley. Uh, after that, they got Arsenal away to Bournemouth. They got Manchester City, Chelsea, Southampton, and Liverpool. All right, well, they need to pick up those points. Well, <laughs> the good thing, yes, the good news for, for Middlesbrough fans, but I'm sure it will only be um, hopeful news for for a few moments, is they're reportedly thinking of approaching Gus Hiddink. Good luck with that. <laughs> is that I mean, that's a waste of time. That's like fa- <laughs> that's like faxing in a loan like bid for Lionel Messi. Just don't, just don't just don't waste it. Yeah. I've never seen Jim so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a complete waste of time. Even I know that <laughs> he's retired, isn't he? Yeah. Why but, would he come out of retirement to do that? We, I'll tell you who we've approached. Press conference. We've approached uh, Gus Hiddink. <laughs> we have approached... Gary Benson. Uh, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yep. The ghost of Bella Gutman. Yeah. Cthulhu. Uh, Franz Beckenbauer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shakespeare. Steve Jobs. William Shakespeare, that is. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Come on. Yeah. And, um, and the, guy, the two guys together who invented Google. 
Yeah, <laughs> the Cowley brothers. Yeah, <laughs> the Cowley brothers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get the Cowley brothers. The, in. the, the Ice Hooker Anchor news is fantastic for for one hugely important reason that it happened before we recorded the football ramble. Mm-hmm. First time this season. We appreciate and, that. And, and, <laughs> next, and we've been in the show for for quite a while now. I think even if we went back five or six years ago. And we just talked about David Moyes and Sunderland, and we can say the same thing with Crank here. Five or six years ago, managers were not saying things that these two have, and, and other managers have said this season. Yeah, you're right. It, David Moyes spent the whole of January saying, all, essentially saying, all the players are rubbish. I'm not going to sign any players because the players I sign will also be rubbish, and we've got no hope. I took Aranko. He said that last when he took the, around summertime. Right. He was surprised about the lack of spending and so on and so forth. I took Aranko. Karanka uh, um, has. Um, Slated the, the Middlesbrough fans, yeah. the chairman for not getting the players, the players that he did get. Yes. <laughs> He's a massive, apparently last week had a massive bust up with Stuart Downing. He was like the local lad. Mm-hmm. He's such uh, a curmudgeon. There. I love yeah. it. I'm gonna miss um, it. He did this last year though, in the championship. He, he, he was, was <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he, he went a few matches from the end. He skipped a match. He, didn't, he left for a match, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone needs a rest. He also, he also <laughs> apparently said. And this is this is this come, this come out of, of a, a local source up in Middlesbrough. He said that um when they lost to Crystal Palace, Karanka said he, the reason they lost, he, he didn't know George Friend was injured. Oh, my goodness. Uh, unpack that. Do you know what I mean? Even if, even if you did know, I mean, is yeah. that a reason to lose a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we built the side around him. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. I, do, do you not think, though, that you, you're right in saying what you said about managers. Do you think managers have just about bloody well had enough because they get moved on so much, they get mm. sacked willy-nilly, and the, the yeah. manager of Medical Ground is, is as fast and spinny as it's been for, well, probably ever. It looks like such a stressful job. Yeah, so managers are like, I don't give a damn, I'm not going to be here for my, you lot up in the stands are rubbish the chairman he doesn't know what he's doing it's all gone to pot it would be amazing if I get us out of the situation see you later it's, I'm it's, off. It's, and, and, and there is a serious there's a kernel of truth in that yeah. because again to, to bring up Jeremy Carragher who I spoke to and you guys have heard it when I asked him why he isn't going to management he, he essentially gave mm. a long winded version of saying well, what's the point what's mm. in it for me looks yeah. horrible yeah there's no, every redeeming feature of being a manager now is, is essentially other than winning trophies and he said as a player I won trophies and I know how long the buzz lasted and it wasn't that long um, other than that there's nothing in it for me yeah I've made nothing. my mark on the game yeah and anything else will just are you talking that. as you or Jamie <laughs> <Taylor>? <laughs> <laughs> I've made my mark in the room I think you've made your mark on many many things Peter. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's, there's would, would that suggest perhaps it would be another reason why English managers or British managers don't really. Th- th- there's less of um, there's less of a pool of them, perhaps, because you do get good people who stay at youth level, perhaps, or as assistant managers. It's not worth or, kind of moving yeah, up, well, is I, it? I, I, Look how long Southgate was in in, in the second uh, job. And now he's sort on, of, he doesn't want this one. And now he's on the throne. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, a, a friend of a friend, uh, no, is a youth team boss mm. um, at a very big Premier League club. And he said, my, my mate was a journalist, was talking to him and said, would you, would you not fancy being the manager? Mm. Surely that's the way you're off to. Yeah, the and pinnacle, yeah, pinnacle, And he yeah. said, you'd be mad to take the manager's job. He said, my family, we can set up shop yeah. in a particular part of the country. We know that we're going to be here for a number of years, unless he does an absolutely terrible job and he's got previous that he is good at what he does. Mm. And he said, you don't, have to, you don't have to deal with the press hounding you every two minutes. Yeah. You can actually develop players. I do, you can I, invest yeah. in the game and... Mm. and, 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 uh, and what am I trying to say? You know, express your craft if you yeah. like, and do it all without the constant batting away of reports and the constant threat of the sword of Damocles over. Well, Marcus, the, the, the common um, error, I suppose, it is an error that people make when they think about youth team managers and reserve team managers and all this other stuff and coaches, is that they think that they're just on one rung of the ladder up towards being a full-time top-level manager, mm. and that isn't always the case. Yeah. I mean, there's pl- there's people who are perfectly happy to be um, to be assistant managers or youth team managers mm. or whatever. Because some of the, the best footballs we've ever seen are. 
are in that position. That's right. I mean, like you, Peter Beardsley. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. He's been there for twenty years. Exactly. Doing that. Was that just a, a setup so you could just say Peter Beardsley? <laughs> I'll say it again. Yeah. Peter Beardsley. Yeah. Anything about Les Ferdinand? Yeah. Les Ferdinand. Well, he, he hasn't uh, taken any managerial job. Really, what you want if you if you're a budding uh, young coach or something, get yourself an assistant job next to someone who knows what they're doing, i.e. Steve McLaren. But, <laughs> for a bit. For um, a bit. Um, Paul Clement. The, the Chapel. Angelotti. The, cha- the Chapel always used to follow uh, Glenn Hoddle everywhere. John Gorman. Yeah. John yeah. Gorman used to always have it in his contract that if he took a job somewhere else, if, if Glenn picked up, picked up the phone, he could go. So yeah. maybe, maybe. What about like Carlos Quiroz? Yeah. Well, exactly. And, and yeah. Ferguson would let him go on. Um, oh, I'll just go mad Portugal yeah. for a bit. I'll, I'll be back in a few months. <laughs> He'd let him go on work placements at Real Madrid and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The job break. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a conman almost. Yeah, right. Right, that's what you're but after. to take it back to Middlesbrough, I mean, yes. they, they're obviously looking for a new manager. I think Steve Agnew. It's great to hear Steve Agnew. Mm. Ex-Sunderland winger, bald before his time. If you mm. haven't seen Steve Agnew, you'll see him at the weekend, but look him up when he was a player because he looked about 50 when he was about 21. He's not bald um, during his time, yeah, technically. He, he was. He had, yeah. I mean, he had, he had the, um, the sort of uh, comb-over type business going on. Yeah. Anyway, if you think Middlesbrough are still going to be relegated from the Premier League, they're currently 4-11 to 11 with Bet365. For £10 on that returns you £13.64, including your stake. I'd, I'd like to uh, someone talking to... J- Jermaine Defoe at the moment about Sunderland oh it's, it's not happening up there and, uh, and he goes yeah but there is some good news I've been picked for the England squad <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally yeah <laughs> back in there that's great isn't it isn't it just I was a bit disappointed not to see Crouch's name because yeah, it just seemed everything, mate. In I'm sure you were disappointed to not I mean, see Sven's name on the show. Danny Mills. <laughs> Do you know what? When I saw it, the five being called up for the English squad, I was 50 50, one sort of thinking, well, you know, he, he's done everything that could be asked of him. Yeah. Mm. He scored goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look at the list um, over the last three or four seasons of mm-hmm. English strikers, um, then Defoe's he's I mean, up there, he's up there. Yeah. And, and, and at the moment he's the t- he's the highest scoring currently fit English striker. So mm-hmm. on that on that on that side, good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pleased for him. The other fifty percent, yeah. that's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is depressing. Imagine depressing. getting a goal against Lithuania, though. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the yeah. thing. But, but yeah, but Jim, Jim. Anyone can get a goal. <laughs> yeah, no, but Marcus, my point is a flippant point about the bit. It's a bit depressing. But the the actual the reason I'm saying that is because England are going to have no problem qualifying for the World Cup. Then the group they're in, they're top of it. They're not going to struggle to qualify, mm. right? That's a fact. They're going to qualify for the World Cup. Um, it's as close to a fact as you as you'll get in this in this sphere of football. There's absolute. For, so for that reason, there's absolutely no point in calling up Jermaine Defoe. It's great for Jermaine Defoe, but it's pointless for England. But who, who would you have instead? Andy Carroll. I would have. I would pick up. I would just play any young forward that's English that's, that's, that's doing okay. Anyone, Patrick because, Bamford, because not him. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you've done there. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will done for it. Jim's uh, got a bloody long list, by the I, way. I, I, <laughs> I truly deserve that. But you know the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no, um, there's no future in it. No, there's no, there's literally nothing, no, nothing in it for England. But then, uh, but then you sort of go, well, what is the point of playing football matches if you only ever play for the future? Well, what's, I mean, the, what's the point of playing any football matches? Well, let's let's finish the show and start talking about Kabaddi. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I tried to, I tried to get us off it. I think Andy Carroll might feel a bit disappointed. Yeah. Oh, he can't stay injured. I, I reckon, just, look, I reckon his, his club manager just went, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Yeah, Did right. you just say he can't stay injured? Do you think that's his <laughs> yeah. plan? And actually, he keeps getting back to fitness. Yeah. Accidentally. That's what he wants. I he has to stay at home. You, can, you, can, you, can, you can be pleased with Jermaine Defoe, that's fine. Uh, and you could even probably make some sort of argument that, um, that he's going to, you know, he could, he could play for England in the World Cup next year. And, and that's fine. But he's never scored a goal for England at a tournament. 
Right, and well, how, he old, how old is he? 30, well, how, well, how has he got? How many has he got for England in the tournament? He's definitely got one. Has he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, against Slovenia in 2010. Okay, he's got one then, and it was a vital Ooh, one because through got, the next. Uh, Luke's hand went to yeah. uh, a computer. <laughs> he's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> oh, he's right. Pick he's up the gun. Pick up the gun. Pick up the gun. He's got one. He scored that when he was about 28. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna fight England to. He's not. Yeah. Oh, I, I said one more that Sergio Aguero, and I had to clarify in that competition because obviously he scored goals in another. You know. A worthy contribution. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the well, point, better than your factual error. The point is that. I am hard. Yeah, guys, I'm approaching it. Wow. <laughs> All right, go on, Luke. Sorry, carry on. You know what? Well, you know the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, you, he's not going to. He's not going to do anything for England. There's no point picking him. Yeah, I was just trying to give some evidence as to why he's not going to do it. But no, but no, he's but had his chances, hasn't he? Yeah, but you're right. Is you're that right? fair to say? It doesn't. The, 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 the best strikers are Kane, of course, he's injured. Rooney's injured, but again, I'm sure people have their opinions there. And Sturridge, who has... It's a bit disappointing in yeah. an England shirt um, thus far. You, you're playing a, they're playing a friend against Kane's Germany. the one. They're playing a friend against Germany and they're playing against Lithuania. They've got Vardy in the squad. They've got Rashford in the squad. Right. Pick another midfield player. Pick, just pick anyone. Give them some... Give them, well, even, uh, even Theo Walcott would make more give, sense. Give them some experience. Give them a chance to go away with the England team, mm. find out what it's all about, learn new stuff. Defoe's moment has passed. I'm delighted for him, mm-hmm. but there's no point to it. Mm. It's absolutely no, and, it's, and it's also just partly indicative of why England are so shit. <laughs> it, it, it is. Luke, yeah. Luke Shaw has been picked up despite playing, I think, one game this season. He's played seventy minutes of Premier League football. Yeah. What a ringing endorsement of Kieran yeah. Gibbs. Yeah, right. <laughs> is, um, is, is Ryan Bertrand in, injured or something? Because if no, not, that he's makes in. no. He's in the squad. Oh, he's in the squad. Yeah. All right. It's, yeah. it's a decision that has no consequences. The fourth thing, and there's always got to be a story every time the New England squad comes out. It's like, oh my god, who's in? Who's not in? Doesn't matter. We're still going to be fine yeah. getting to the tournament and then underwhelm completely. Anyway. Some, some, of, some of us care about this. Though. <laughs> Livermore was a surprise inclusion, but the thing is though. When it's when it's another when it's another country, say Italy, we're going get Totty in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the He's yeah. still got a bit of Dina Tarle and Francesco. <laughs> to, to be fair, Francesco Totti is several magnitudes better than Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and and he's you know clear, clearly there's a reason for that as well. But but I'm pleased that Will Prowse has been put in there. I think that's a good mm-hmm. selection. Um, I, I mean, the Gibbs thing is that it's the biggest dig against Kieran Gibbs since Roy Keane said earlier this season. <laughs> something like he was pundit and he said. If you're ending the game and Kieran Gibbs is your captain, you've got a lot of problems, <laughs> which is a massive dig. Yeah. A massive Harsh. dig. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but overall, fine. I think Harold can consider himself quite unlucky because purely because, not, as, as, as every single pundit that's ever punted on the game says, it's impossible to say Andy Carroll without saying he offers you something a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> they all say that every single time. But Carroll's arguably still young enough to have an, have an impact and make it and make a, make a difference. Well, if he's fit, he should be in the squad. I think everyone says that as well. Yeah, yeah. And, there, you go. and there lies the problem. <laughs> apart from this time, um, Manchester City. Are we ready to talk about Manchester City versus Liverpool? Mm. Yeah, right, why then. not? The, the weekend's thigh rubber, you would say. Uh, City are out of the Champions League away yeah. in Again, Monaco. They inevitable. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Apparently, it was after the, prin- the prince. Uh, the, is the prince of Monaco. He's wearing a half and half scarf. I'm he not having that. He Get out. Yeah. Could do what he likes. He's yeah. <laughs> the prince of Monaco. Good that he was there. Desperately disappointed for Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I mean that the first half performance from City was so limp, wasn't mm. it? And Guardiola himself, and I think Bakary Sanyo after the game as well said that they just sort of didn't turn up. And they're sort of disappointed in themselves for just not sort of being awake enough to, to the dangers that Monaco posed. And that was, that was certainly the, the pattern of the first half, didn't it? They, they, they scored fairly early and they, they, they just they looked like they were going to win that all day. It was amingly well, sort of tame from City. They're, well, they're again, better than that. Again, it's inevitable. And I think they were just waiting for them to score their goals, get that out of the way. 
and then they can Man City can just get on with scoring their goals yeah, to have a crack at actually winning it. The way it worked out, that third goal for Monaco, it just took the stuffing out of Man City. <laughs> and do you think that's what it is? Going on what you said earlier. They go, well, of... well, we know everyone's waiting for the thing to happen that they need yeah. to happen let's... for it to for Monaco right. to go through. Let's get that out so of the way. So let's get out of the way, and then we can play some football, they shall we? T- they took too long getting <laughs> out of the way. Long, they took yeah. a whole half. That's what Pep Guardiola was annoyed about. You don't approach games you play in, like. Yes! Right, I'm perhaps lads. even more isolated than Aguero right, up top. Pete, Pete, do you want to do a team talk? Right, yeah, sit down. <laughs> They're going to score a few goals. So what I suggest is we let them just do get them out of the way. Get them out of the way. Done. Mm-hmm. Score three. <laughs> get, let them score four. Yeah, they'll get bored of it. <laughs> I actually agree with that to a certain extent. <laughs> at, at my level of football, they're going to score goals. So just try and score well, so more than them. Let them score extra ones. Yeah. At the start. Let yeah. them in. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not using them up. Opposite. If you let no. them score, they're not using up their goals. If you eat a lot of chocolate, oh, right? God. You don't want to go on and eat more chocolate, right? Wow. So let them score the goals early. They'll get bored of scoring the goals. Then you have a crack. I didn't think my life would turn out. But Pete, as Jim rightly says, and I think it deserves further exp- exploration. I'm, I'm being facetious, clearly. No, but, oh, once don't again. Don't say that now. Oh, <laughs> you're back out of the there's boat. No, there's not a finite amount of goals available to a team, is there? No. Yeah, quite. Right. M- move on, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> right, no. And I think you should, we should applaud Monaco because they're excellent. They're they a really were. exciting young team. They yeah. really are. They're yeah, fantastic that, to watch. And when Man City got it back to 2 1, then I think people thought, oh, here we go, that they should settle in now because Man City were much better in that second half. Mm. They, they were good and they were good value for that goal. But when Monaco, as I say, scored that third, the, the, the stuffing was just knocked out of, of Manchester City, even though they were only a goal away. There was still yeah. much to play for. But Guardiola was desperately disappointed. His, his, his quote or, or his chat after the game was, was quite interesting because he said his players hadn't taken on board or isn't in his words he hadn't convinced them yeah. to attack more now perhaps that's just a choice of word and I'm sure that's what it is I don't think they're like Pete they're just sitting there going well let's just concede he's going no come on we should attack Yeah, but uh, it is interesting what, what mm. he said there well there's a lot of talk today that there are 18 players um, who, who are at risk of, of getting the chop from Guardiola in the summer there's quite a few players at City that are out of, out of contract including some who are on loan and I, I don't think they'll probably get rid of as many as or get rid of as many he likes as, as a small 18 squad. he does like a small squad so there will definitely be trimmings there but I mean it, it's, it, it, it has been a disappointing first season um, where City can <laughs> concerned because of what they would have expected but I mean is the squad good enough to get what he wants out of them? Well I, w- I wouldn't have thought so right at the moment but the interesting one for me and I'm sure a lot of other people is Sergio Aguero mm. he looked a little bit out of sorts he had a couple of good chances which he didn't take and with Gabriel Jesus coming along now obviously he's been injured but he clearly became Pep Guardiola's main man will, will Aguero be there come the summer considering he is one of the best goal scorers in, in the, the recent years of the top flight in this country it's looking like if I had to sort of you know make a guess at it now I'd say probably I think Aguero maybe will go in the summer and part of that though is I think because he he is consistently injured isn't he he will he will miss a a period of any season through injury, and Guardiola's probably looking at that 30. thinking... <laughs> yeah. That's well, quite, thing, yeah, he's still, he's, he's still an amazing player, but Guardiola's probably looking at that and thinking, I can, I can get someone better in, and I can, you know, I can get someone I, more I, consistently I think, available. I think it's just a, a, a temptation just to, I mean, say, oh, we, Guardiola's obviously been a failure, and we all focus on his failings because something's happened. I mean, what, what are we expecting from him? I, he, didn't mm. win, he didn't win the Champions League at Bayern Munich. You know, he hasn't won the Champions League for a wee while now, and he's coming into a very competitive league. He's coming into with Leipzig um, back four yeah, as well. I mean, even yeah. if they got even if they got through against Monaco, um, there's a lot of good teams left in that competition. You wouldn't really fancy them against some of the big boys that are left. But I think you've already I've, been already been dicked on by Leicester. He's, <laughs> he's only been he's only been managing about eight or nine months. Or yeah, but of course, the, 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 the points we were talking about though was that there may be a clear out, and clearly Guardiola's score at the moment isn't quite up to 
the not standard. shipping three away goals well, yeah, in the first leg. Look at, look at the players that have come in and uh, hit the ground running. Sané is is one of them, yeah. and uh, Gabriel Jesus is another. Sané hasn't. I wouldn't say hit the ground running. Okay. It took a while to oh, get no. going. Right, but yeah. he, he has got going relatively quickly. I mean, he's, he's still he what, good he now. nineteen years old. He's a young player. It's, it's yeah. very impressive. It's yeah. rare, rare that players that if you look at someone like um, uh, Batshuayi at Chelsea, I know it's not necessarily fair to directly compare them, but you know he he, he costs a lot of money and he's, he's barely getting a kick. And mm. you know these young players, Anthony Martial's another one as well. Like they they come with these huge huge price tags, so there's mm. this expectation for them to perform straight away, and often they don't because they are like eighteen or nineteen, and of course they're not going to. But Sani has actually done that, yeah. which is really impressive. I know we th- you know there was a bit of movement at Manchester City last summer, and obviously Pep coming in and there's a lot of money to be spent but you would imagine that there could be quite a lot at the moment because you mm. do you're right Jim you look at that squad and I just wonder if Pep can squeeze um, what he wants out of them which is you know Premier League winner better uh, assault at the Champions League or yeah. onslaught at the Champions League and at the moment that City squad just doesn't quite convince no. I know they're still up there in, in, in the top few places it's unlikely Chelsea have been so good this season without European football but they, they it didn't surprise me that much that Monaco went through even when Monaco were 5-3 no but I think, I, I think that's because Monaco are very underrated yeah. I, I think there's two people play but even when they were 5-3 down I'm saying with Monaco it, didn't, it wasn't that surprising no, that Man City went out no, no, I agree with that as well. You score three goals away from home and you've got a mm-hmm. chance. And Monaco are a very good attacking team. They're underrated. I mean, Roy Smith in the time said um, that he thought they were, they reminded him of this of the great Ajax team in the 90s, the way they play and how swashbuckling they are and stuff. And that's high praise indeed from a guy mm. who know, who doesn't know his stuff. So Monaco, I think, from, from where we're sitting in these shores, are underrated. We saw what they did against, uh, against Spurs. We've seen what they've done against Man City. Mm-hmm. Um, Man City are... Um, Probably going to improve on what they did last season in terms of points total in the league. I think they got 66 points last season. Um, they're on 56 now. They're probably going to beat 66. So there's been improvement there. Chelsea have massively improved. Yeah. It's a very competitive league. Um, I don't think you need to. I don't think necessarily the football community as a whole has to have this sort of real post mortem about what's happened to Man City because they went out in, the, in, in this round of the Champions League. Yeah. There's a lot of good teams in there. Monaco, I think, are very underrated. I think they might even surprise in the next round as well, depending on who they get. Um, and there's not really much more to it than that, I don't think. No, and that's fair. And I think the, the squads that Guardiola, we've said this before, Barcelona and Bayern are better than the squad he's got now, which which you know, makes the point that come the summer I think there'll be an, uh, quite a bit of money spent and quite a lot of names going and it'll be very, very interesting. Um, it's, it's just a different challenge for him now. Of course, I mean, Bayern yeah. Munich, the, 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 the ground isn't level. Bayern Munich dominate German football and mm-hmm. they have done for many a year and it's not level at Barcelona either. At Man City, you could, uh, in the Premier League, you could argue it's not as, as, as level compared to the, to the smaller teams but there's a, a far greater range <coughs> of teams and, and that's why. But they've got a difficult assignment against Liverpool because I think mm. um, I read that Jurgen Klopp has got the best record against Pep Guardiola of any active manager. Mm. Um, so, and, and we know what Liverpool's record against the good teams mm. is like. And I think, I think Man City have, have only won one of their last six games against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Also, what's interesting is City and Liverpool are the two teams who have won the, um, sorry, run the biggest distances in the league. Right, um, OK. Put together. So they're clearly two very, very hard-working teams. So I think we're going to get a, a, a good clash here. But obviously there's a chance that um, City are going to have a little bit of a Champions League hangover. Well, if, you, if you expect goals in this one, then ten pound with bet three six five and over four and a half goals returns forty five pound, including stake. Uh, odds of seven to two. Mm, uh, Henderson, Lovren, Firmino, and Sturridge doubts for yeah, Liverpool. I, I got, which is, I got Firmino, a, particularly, that's a that's a, that would be a huge loss. I got Liverpool. a feeling that Sturridge may not play for Liverpool again. Yeah, that, that's mm. uh, that, that could be fair. Uh, Henderson, Henderson, Henderson's a, a big miss, and he it, needs to get back. Right, if Liverpool win, they'd be they'd be up to to second or third in the league. It's surprising because I think a lot of people thought they might drop off and, and yeah. sort of be fifth, maybe sixth and whatnot, no, but they're, well. they're still there. 
Yeah. They still very much. It's there. very tight between Spurs, City, and Liverpool. It's easy to just sort of forget about that because Chelsea is so far ahead. But there's a, a nice little ding dong. Second um, place is up for grabs. Them. It really yeah. is. Uh, former Liverpool star Mario Balotelli, yes star, um, was interviewed on French TV recently. He was asked. He, he his, was at the game last night, wasn't mm, he? He was. Yeah. Um, he was asked for his thoughts on various personal things, including the chances of him returning to Italy. To which he replied, "If they call, I'll be there." All right. Bearing in mind, he's a part of a side yeah. going for Ligue 1. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he's, he's ready to jump ship at any moment. <laughs> and then when asked about Liverpool, he just said, don't speak to me about Liverpool, nah, please. No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> don't want to talk about that. Oh, man. The only other thing I wanted to say before we move on to the bet of the week is apparently Leroy Sané calls Yaya Torre uncle on the training ground. That's which is nice. Uh, oh, nice. Or a dig. This can't go unmentioned um, because we'll get a lot of tweets. Liverpool beat City 4-1 at the Etihad last season. They, did, they, yeah. they smashed them to bits. Mm, yeah, but Guardiola... Mm. He, he wasn't in charge, and, and he'll tighten up that defence, no. mate, I tell you, <laughs> as he's proved to. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's go with our bet of the week, Luke Moore. Yeah, our bet of the week with Bet365 comes from listener Joel Gleischer. Um, our man last week, whose name I forget, Sam Cooper, was it? Something like that? I think that's right. Sam, yeah. I've, got, I've got Sam Cooper in my mind, and I've got Ed Gibson in my mind. It was definitely one of those I think two. it was Cooper. He, he, mm. he, 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 um, he sat in the hot seat for a record uh, three minutes. Um, and, he's, <laughs> yeah. and Joel Gleischer says, after last week's three-minute wonder, I'd love to have a go myself. Now, this week I'm going for Leicester at half-time and full-time, playing West Ham, of course, at 4-1, to one, cementing one of the most successful managerial migrations of the season for the <laughs> champions. Uh, he says, my day job was a charity fundraiser, so let's raise some money at the weekend too. Oh. So, uh, thanks for that, Joel. £50 on that with Better365 at 4-1. to one. We'll return £250, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to bet, and please gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begambleaware.org. So look out for that one. Uh, Leicester to be winning at half-time or full-time against West Ham at the weekend. I like what he's done there, because he's done the half-time full-time, because we like a bit of uh, creativity. Yeah. But he knows that'll be... Uh, that was the undoing pass, last week. That'll pass three minutes. He knows he's got at least 45. Well, last week the bet was half-time, full-time. Man City, yes. Middlesbrough. No, 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 but it was... It was draw and, and win, Yeah, so, so this is, he's saying Leicester to lead at half-time. I see what you mean, OK. So, he's so got, I like yeah, to score in the first three minutes. Yeah, exactly. okay. but, yeah but even if... If, even if um, I think you get even if they were, Leicester were two 0 down in the first three minutes, you've still got to wait till the half time. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so he's done very well. Okay, <laughs> so it could be forty five minutes. He could be in the hot seat next. And week. you've sniffed him out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's remarkable how many listeners have gone quiet now. <laughs> cumulatively, they can only muster one in a row between them, and there's thousands of them. That's right. There's only four of us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, they don't all. You know, they, collectively but, do it. But they've all point. got the opportunity. Stop, yeah. def- stop defending them. All right. They know what they've done. They They're lining do, up to score. They could do a wisdom of crowds like Pole and all vote on it okay. if they wanted, but mm. they don't. Well, let's they don't, get they don't Polly Octopus involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see what the listeners have got to say uh, when we're looking ahead to the weekend, Luke. Oh, yeah, we've had some. But do you remember on, on Monday's show we talked a bit about um, you don't see me Ronnie's in football anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a few people have got in touch uh, saying, uh, suggesting uh, Ronnie Woolwork, yeah. who's, who's had, oh, shall yeah. we say, a checkered career. <laughs> Yeah. Literally can't talk about anything he's done. No. Because it, it's probably <laughs> no, legally We can read from car records, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brazilian Ronnie, who I've never heard of, but he played for Corinthians. He's called Ronnie. Um, I think we've seen him play because he, he was at Corinthians and uh, up until recently he, he played for Hertha Berlin and he played there for a number uh, of years. Okay. So we might have seen him when we went to go and see them play. Uh, Ronnie, you were drunk, Ron, Ron, Yeah, that's true. We, we might remember it. Uh, Ronnie Moore, ex Rotherman's Ramy manager of, of Did you not? I think you mentioned him. Did, did you? I mention Ronnie Moore? Well, okay, I can't well, remember if, if I didn't, I mentioned but, him now. Yeah, well, there we go, yeah. And Ronnie Henry, who's 
currently a, a defender at Stevenage. Ronnie Henri, uh, I believe. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, looking ahead to the weekend, uh, what have I got here? My eyes are terrible. I need to get this computer closer. Uh, it's Stuart Montague. <laughs> I- I'm looking forward to the Borough lads getting all giddy now. Karanka's gone, playing some mad Keegan style football, uh, 2 3 5 uh, <laughs> formation, and treating us to a 7 6 thriller. Yeah. Do you know what Sumptuous. I w- Do you know what like I was yeah. Speaking of uh, Middlesbrough and managers, is it time Steve McLaren came back? Could, back, could be. Yeah. Could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, in, he's in the running, I think. Well, he's just left, uh, a, he's just left a club, so... Derby, yeah. yeah. Mm. Depressing, that, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it is depressing, <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah. if you're a Middlesbrough fan, you just got rid of Karanka. <laughs> can I, can I... Sorry, can I just nip in while, before we do that? Mine is Gary Rowett, of course, is going to be in charge of Derby now. Yeah. And, well, he is in charge of Derby, and he was saying that he wants McLaren's son to stay on as a part of the backroom staff. That's nice. I don't know whether that's a dig or it's nice. That's depressing as well. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how you can make that more depressing. I'll, you have I'll raise your son for you as well, Steve. <laughs> yeah. I will say your offspring, um, Steve. And presumably, Steve, you live locally, don't you? So I'll, 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 uh, um, speaking of that, by the way, Marcus, ben, ben Fraser says, Derby v Forest this weekend, the fifth consecutive playing of this fixture where both clubs have different managers. Whoa, how about wow. that? That's disgusting, uh, oh, isn't it? I'll Go be honest, on. I haven't checked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Sorry. first match this year played by Cyber. Yeah. Wow. So, some of those things that come in, I think, that's so good, I'm not even checking that. Because yeah. it would be a crime if it's not uh, right. Yeah. Um, what else have we got here? Narrative um, wins this year. Ben Traffler says, uh, I've got nothing to look forward to this weekend, although, following on from your Ronnie chat earlier this week, Northampton Town have a centre-half called Rodney McDonald, who surely must be the only Rodney playing professional football these days. Mm, there's a challenge. Ooh, there we are. Well, uh, Newport Black Rodney Parade. So that's another Rodney uh-huh. in football, technically. Rod. Um, Rod. But I can't think of a player. Uh, uh, what else have we got here? Oh, Michal Maguire, who's a friend of the round, but he's always getting in touch. He says, I'm looking forward to Warrington v Lee in the Super League. I know this isn't the Rugby League ramble. It's the Kabaddi ramble. Uh, <laughs> but more effect seems to spread beyond just football. Stuart Psycho Pierce has been in the crowd for most of Warrington's games this year, and they've gone from tabletoppers last season to four defeats from four so <laughs> far this campaign. Stuart Pierce in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Put him in the away end, you'll be fine. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And Do, does Rod Fanny count? Um, in Rodney's I don't think he's threat he's not going to be called Rodney is he? <laughs> he, might, he might be, might be. He, might nice. be. he might be look it up Pete I will have a quick um, look it up Pete you've got nothing else on um, <laughs> I know his first name is just Rod is Rod it? Dodgy Fanny Rod oh, Dodgy whoa. Fanny he's <laughs> D-O-D-J-I Dodgy <laughs> Rod Dodgy Fanny. Wow, I'm, I'm going to double check this. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. You carry on. So you look at his phone and he's just typed that in WhatsApp. Yeah. He's that Wikipedia yeah. in. Yeah. I'd already searched for this um, earlier. Yeah. And, I, and I, while you're doing that, Pete, I'll finish off with this one from Peter Daniels. He says, Hello. Uh, during the Minnesota United match last Monday, Luke mentioned that the Minnesota Vikings game played at the same stadium uh, the year before in freezing temperatures. The temperature was actually minus nine at kickoff and minus 25 with wind chill. Um, a few years prior, the Vikings had to play at the same stadium after their home stadium uh, at the time. Roof collapsed under 11 inches of snow and the Vikings gave out tickets to fans for free. Which oh, I thought was quite oh interesting. Goodness, this is Peter in Minneapolis. He said, I went to the, he said he went to the Minnesota United game and he said there were a load of Wenger out banners there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I, I have no idea why. But Exporting they, our but, worst. <laughs> but they lost 6-1, so it's probably unrelated. But yeah. thanks for that, Peter. How about right. that, eh? Well, not, according, not you, Peter Daniels, not you. Uh, well, you'll thank me for double-checking my sources. Um, it, well, it's the same mistake, if it is indeed a mistake, or a, a user... Um, uh, if somebody's got involved and just um, chasing them to um, dodgy Fanny, um, yeah. that it, it's been repeated is, right across the internet in different different languages. So maybe, but you could. Uh, I, it's absolutely possible <laughs> that like five years ago, Pete, you actually did that. Yeah, yeah. And remember, we, remember, remember we did Julia that on the thing. Villa one with the, with uh, Gerard Julia, and I got the well, I got Yahoo Sport, Eurosport. I think they they got. 
it was hold over the calls. It was talked about on Sky Sports News, wasn't it? Mm. You changed the Wikipedia page of Gerard Houllier to put a, a team in there that didn't exist and said he managed it as a, as a, young, <laughs> as a young manager. And he took the Villa job and then Sky Sports News quoted it. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Everyone just uses Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Let's finish on Rod Dodgy Fanny. Well, is there any other way to finish? Marcus Speller, I don't think you know how bad that sounded. I'm very aware. Let's get out. I said that for your benefit. No, I don't think you do, Marcus. We're going to have a sit down and we're going to explain exactly what that... Yeah, right. Well, you say we, it's just going to be you. (laughs) It's Um, not we. Before we go, look out for Joel Gleischer's Bet of the Week. Um, Definitely check it out. Uh, Leicester to be winning half-time and full-time. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Goodbye, Peter. Goodbye, and it's goodbye from me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this computer can...